Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Make sure you download the app and use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. We are finally sizzling with the hot stove. Luke Stuckmeyer, Corey Friedman, Cody Del Mendo, and Ryan Herrera will be joining us later from beautiful San Diego where all the hot moves are going down. But guys, last night, I was worried about Cody. I thought, first of all, he's not going to sleep. Second of all, I don't know what's going to happen one way or another. If Cubs sign somebody, he's going to lose his mind. If they don't sign somebody, he's going to lose his mind. The rumors were hot and heavy last night. After we had Turner sign with the Phillies for $300 million, it was down now to three of those shortstops. And first, we've, we've heard the Correa rumors over and over. It was like, okay, the Cubs are still serious. David Ross shows up. Then John Lester gets involved, and all hell breaks loose for Cubs fans. Cubs Twitter was just like flames everywhere. It was just like people going crazy. What, it's fine. What were right? your emotions, Cody? What were your emotions last night? Listen, I saw a tweet that said that like the Diamondbacks were were like in on on Xander Bogarts or something that. like yeah. that, or that they're interested or yeah. something. And it was just like, well, that's not exactly news. Like that's kind of been rumored out there, but also like it just put me in a point where it was like, I am tired of rumor tweets. Like I, I was I was at a point where it's like, I'm closing my phone until Slack blows up and says that the Cubs did something. And then the audacity of Mark Feinstein to send that tweet. The audacity, Luke. The audacity of him to send that tweet and reel me back in. He reeled me back <laughs> in like 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 I'm some fish taking the bait. And uh, yeah, so now I'm I've convinced myself that perhaps perhaps Swanson and Bogarts might be Cubs tomorrow, today, tomorrow, the end of the week. The I don't know. Show. The end of the show. I've I have I have convinced myself that that possibility could 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 happen. And you know what I like to say. I am ready to be hurt again. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Ready to be hurt again, Luke. Uh, because in all actuality, I truly believe that one is more likely. But the fact that he typed that tweet out and then had the audacity to hit send. That they might do two of the three. At 9.30 p.m. On a at 9.37 p.m. People got Central work, Standard Time. But he wasn't the first. JD, Jim Deshays was the first one to kind of throw it out there. He said, well, yeah. with this market, I'd like to have Bogarts at third, <laughs> right? and Swanson at short, and Nico at <laughs> second. Oh. And that got everybody excited. First of all, the chat, we're not waiting for guys to slowly filter in today. The, the chat is firing away. Mike Dubs did not sleep well last night. Cody was so fired up today, he got off the wrong train stop. Like he he yeah, was so delirious after last night that he was he, he gets out, and what are you walking around? Chicago Theater, and you're like, where the hell am I? How did I get here? I thought Cody ran straight here. I was sweating. I was, uh, walked in sweating. I was like, did you ride the scooter? I today? did not ride the scooter, and that's why like, I had to take the, the, the train. I took the red line all the way down to, to – I'm supposed to take it all the way down to Lake, and I got off at Lake and, or State and Lake or something like that. Like the stop before. And I thought it was the one I was supposed to get off of. The reason that I did that, you know, I got all these things going in my mind. And, I, and, and so I get off and I realize, oh, I got off too early. I will, like, basically power walk a block and a half down to the green line at Lake and then get on that. And then once I get off at, at Morgan, it's like another 10-minute walk here. And I'm, like, power walking. I'm like, God, I'm going to miss the show. Like, they're going to be wondering where the heck I'm at. And I walk in 10 minutes before we go live. You're, it's weird that you don't see any sweat stains on my sweatshirt right now. Like, it's been, it's been a morning. It's been a morning. It's been a morning. Well, but, like, Cap, Cap put out the report, too, that his sources say the Ricketts family have gone to Jed and said, spend. Spend. Make them good again. Make them good again. Don't know what the motivation behind that is, but does that give you faith that they are going to at least get one of these guys? Because yes. after Turner went, Cubs Twitter started going this way real fast. Mm -hmm. I, to I, the I, point I, where I said, Cubs convention could get real ugly. You got three more shots at this. Absolutely. I, I never, I didn't worry about Turner. I didn't think that they were going to be in on him. And that one seemed like the Phillies all the time. But yesterday, you know, as you and I were talking, it, it felt like a kind of jump the shark moment in the rumors and the narratives and all of that. You still have to get stuff done. 
right? And guys still have to make decisions. I think the best example of that is the San Diego Padres are sitting here having made an offer of, I think I read, $342 million to Trey Turner, and he said no. Yeah. He went to Philadelphia. It's so sometimes guys just say no, right? You can make all the offers in the world. Your owner can say whatever. But the places we were hearing the rumors from yesterday, the people saying what they're hearing about the Cubs, there's, there, there's just no – there's no winning for them if they don't come away with something, you know? It's, it's, and I, we've been waiting for you, Michael There it Collada. is. Collada like, has entered the building. But Everyone relax. I Nothing's going to happen. Ricketts is cheap. I tried to tell you for three months. I think people's, people's fear <laughs> maybe in the beginning was, oh, they're, you know, going to say they met with Carlos Correa so they can say, oh, we tried, you know, but it's yeah. going to be another rebuilding year. You look at yesterday, you have that report from Kaplan about Ricketts. You have J.D., J.P. Morosi, Ken Rosenthal, all going on their network and saying they should get these guys. They should spend this money. They need to be good, blah, blah, blah. Even Dempster. Yeah, and like you have— connected, obviously. You have like the the double rumor. The reason that was so exciting is Mark Feinstein doesn't put out garbage rumors. Right. Like the fact that he's even suggesting it means there must be some part of him that thinks it's remotely possible. I just think there was too much yesterday. It's all still smoke until they do something, right? Right. Until the, the, the ink is on the paper, nothing is done. But there was just—there there is no good—it is a disaster— for them if they do nothing now if this team doesn't look competitive if they don't oh, get one boy. of these guys they don't spend you have now put uh, assuming from your camp too much in the in yeah. the sphere to get away with that again like they barely got away with it last year this would be you want to talk about how bad season ticket numbers were attendance y- yesterday to me we'll see what happens but I think yesterday was kind of a there there's too much here this mm-hmm. this some of this has to be true Dude. They have to be really deeply playing in that high pool of free Absolutely. agents. Absolutely. Like if, if now, you know, I've been saying just get one, and I still remain that. I still remain that they need to just, just at least get one. Like after everything what Corey just said, like if they do not get one of those shortstops, then it is, like I keep saying, it's an absolute failure, and now even more of an absolute failure if they do not get one of them because, you know, the I forget his name, but the the guy who covers the Red Sox who t- who tweets in Spanish, he tweeted again today that the Cubs remain the the main threat to the Red Sox on getting Bogarts. And then John Heyman also tweeted that Kodai Senga is back in the the Cubs rumor mill as well. So like they're they're doing things. You know the thing about Sean Murphy is 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 really interesting. I know like they said that they're not really in the trade market, so maybe they're just checking in on it. But right. like it is interesting and it will it does play a fact in the fact or play a part in the fact that Contreras hasn't signed, the fact that Vasquez hasn't signed. So like there's just a, a lot of moving pieces right now. And I again I'm I'm way past impatient. I'm ready to just see something happen, you know what I mean? But I think that all has something to do with it. So I think the Cubs are next to make that big, big move at this point because like all these other teams, it doesn't it doesn't feel like they're they're full on in on on the last three. You know right. what I mean? Like the Cardinals, like interested. Okay, you know what? They've been interested in guys for years. You know, like they're like this is this is the Cubs' time. This app, like this, the, the time re- is now. The time is Rizzo now. Once if, said, if if they do if they do nothing now, we're gonna remember this week. Uh, unfortunately, for a really, really long time. And if they do do something, we'll be talking about it like we talked about when John Lester signed with the Cubs, right? what, eight years ago, whatever it was. Right, well, right, and right. I, I did think it was interesting, too. Like, yesterday was particularly, like, kind of a wild ride because I think it was early in the morning you had Carter Hawkins, I think, I'm assuming it was on Marquee, but talking about how, like, you can overcomplicate things if you're worried about how, like, all the puzzle pieces fit together, how and long like, have I been saying of that? Of course. Just and and like players. just get good players. And so you're like, well, yeah, that's a cool thing for, yeah, yeah, go do that then, right? And then, you know, however many hours later, they're like, well, maybe they would get two of these shortstops. And it's like, well, that certainly sounds like that could have been what he was talking yeah. about, right? Like getting guys that all play the same position, whatever it is, like 
there's just, you know, they, they drove to Orange County to meet with Correa and his wife and Scott Boris. Like, there is... Hardly a good meeting. There is... You can never guarantee anything. And, you know, it's agents, it's owners, it's this and that. They can all put out reports for whatever reason that they want. But there is no winning from yesterday for the Chicago Cubs if there is not action to follow. It's, it's a, like, it is a complete mess for them business-wise, reputation-wise. There's just two... I mean, what what is the benefit of whoever gave Cap that report? Yeah. Right? Right. And, yeah, they're, and, they're, I, and I saw even the most pessimistic of people, which we don't have to get into that, but the pessimism Michael, of... Uh, no, not no, really no. And we're not Collada. banning Collada from, because he keeps us grounded. We love grounded. Michael Collada. Does he? He keeps yes. us grounded. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, welcome and to by the, the way, house, if he, Rhonda. If, if Collada ends up being right on this and they sign nobody... He should have a spot on the we'll, set. We'll, I mean, get the guy, in, we'll get him the in the studio. Would be, like, we would all have to eat crow. Everybody yeah. would have to eat like, crow. My, now, if he's wrong, he's going to have to wear a Correa jersey every day for the rest of his life. Yes. Or whatever jersey. My, or he could just say he's sorry. Yeah, he could just say. <laughs> I would be open to that. We, we just we, want we the could Cubs take to him win, to Wrigley right? to meet Tom Ricketts and say I'm sorry. <laughs> the, like, that, the, the report with Cap, though, right? Like... I saw the most pessimistic of people thinking like, oh, well, you know, now Tom has his fall guy, mm-hmm. right? right? What in the world? Why would Jed agree to that? Like, that's right. one of those things where I read and I'm like, Jed is his it's, own person. He hasn't won anything as, as an executive at this level. Why would he sign on to be Tom Ricketts' fall guy? Like, what is the point of leaking yeah. that report? And then every and then them not doing anything. It let, just it doesn't it doesn't track like logically for me. Let, let me give you a scenario that I think is probably playing out. Okay. And I there's no inside information on this. I'm just saying. Likely what is happening here is they like the obviously the three guys are left. They know they can't get shut out. Maybe they have decided that Bogarts and Swanson are plan B. Or maybe they're plan A and Correa is the other one. If you don't, if you're not 100% sure that Correa is signing with you, then you go to the other two, and now you can go back to Correa and say, well, and this information that all came out last night, you can say, well, if you don't make up your mind pretty soon, we've given you the best offer we can, we could just double down on the other two guys. Yeah. Because look, look, we're, we're publicly saying we might add two of them, but we would rather have you, and vice versa on the other side sure. of it. And same thing with... Lester getting involved and Ross getting involved and Napoli getting involved. Like, that part of it I knew you loved. John Lester recruiting Xander Bogarts. Before we get to that. (laughs) So if those are the two scenarios right now, like, forget all the pitching stuff again because the focus, again, needs to be on shortstop for this team first and foremost. Not because Nico can't play it, because you're trying to add great players in the middle of the field because that's the where the game is going with the shift going away. Yeah. And the Cubs have flat out said that. Like, we need to be great defensively up the middle. So, would you rather have Bogarts and Swanson, or would you rather have Carlos Correa? You, Honestly, have, you have to pick one of those possibilities. I would rather have Bogarts and Swanson. You'd rather have two. I'd rather have the two, yeah. Because that, that fills up two holes. I mean, you can move Horner to second, or you can move... Put Bogarts at second, leave Horner at short, and then you can you can play uh, or Swanson at second, play Bogarts at third. I don't know. Like there, there's endless Swanson at short, Nico at there's, second. There's Bogarts, endless opportunities there, third. right? And 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 then if you do that, then I feel like then the Cubs could really get involved in the Sean Murphy talk. I really I feel like that could happen. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, so you would you would rather have the two the two over one? Yeah. Although we are probably agree that Correa is the best player of yeah, the three. for sure. Yes. yes, absolutely. He is better than the other two. But, you know, I, if I, you had to force me to choose, I would say I would take Bogarts and Swanson because then I think it opens up more possibilities for trade or, or mm-hmm. you know, other things. Bruce but I understand a lot, of people, a lot of people probably want, like, Correa I, and Bogarts, but I don't yeah, think that's going to happen. Think, I think – Gordo did in the, his article did suggest it doesn't have to be Bogarts and sure. Swanson, but like Gordo's yeah, stoking I, the man, fire I, without knowing what else comes with Correa. I think it's easy to say the package of two because then you're also dealing with third base, right? Which in the Correa situation, we still don't know who's playing third base. 
like I, I would love, love Carlos Correa. I've, I love I've Correa. said since the beginning, I think he's the guy. Um, the the twofer is just obviously exciting. You're just getting two really good players, and you know, you even even just like thinking about that is remarkable, right? Like, let's say you did Bogarts at third, Swanson at short, Nico at second. I I mean, has there ever been a better defense that somebody has put out there? I mean, I you're going to be eating only, ground balls like it's your job. I you mean, would have a it would great, be amazing. You would have a great defensive infield, even if you put um, Cody over at first base. No <laughs> offense to Cody's softball skills. Uh, I'm just saying, like you I would have a problem. great, you would have a great <laughs> defensive team. You wouldn't have a ton of off. You wouldn't have a ton of home run power because Hap doesn't have it. Top tier homer power. Yeah, you, you wouldn't have the somebody competing for sure. A home run title on your team. I think you might Swanson have a lot would be of the closest one. He's the one who hits the most. Yeah, homers. you'd probably have a lot of fifteen to twenty-five guys. I don't know if you'd have Which a thirty home run guy I think, on the team. I think, you know, Jed talked about wanting to add pure power, and I think in that scenario, really any of these scenarios, you can still look and say, okay, we've got maybe some playing time at first base, depending on how much you're committing to Matt Mervis. Maybe some playing time in center. You're not likely to find it there, or at DH and whoever you add a catcher, uh, if it's not Christian Vasquez or a Sean Murphy trade, because uh, Sean Murphy's in that similar range of power, you can go and say, hey, we're going to go get a DH that's just going to smash home runs. That's what we're going to use that position right. for. But I think if you're building a team that has decent power, is elite in an incredible way on defense, and you have a pitching staff that can kind of pitch to that defense, it's... I think it's fine. I think there there may be something, even though pure power is something that Jed spoke about wanting, I think if you have enough guys that maybe have the potential to put up 20, 25, you know, you're hoping Saya takes another jump, Hap can do that too. I think that's I think that's fine. The power is, is there. Maybe you're like a... a <laughs> Corey goes to Ricketts, Winter Water Lad. You've worked your magic. Here's they needed they what they needed. Everybody's like, "Oh, you're just giving more money to the team." They needed that five dollars from me. They that need, was it. Need, yeah, they, they needed five dollars. Crane and too, Tom man. got a note, and they were like, "We I got went, it. We I were over the cider. threshold." Cody's yeah. hot cider. I I went to Ricketts Land. I spent my five bucks at Ricketts Land. I I got the hot cider with some Jim Beam in it, and that was like fifteen bucks. I I'm give I gave welcome, I donated everybody. my money for 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 this. All you're right? welcome. Like, Here's, Here's something I wanted to show you guys. Uh, the Phillies started their massive spending spree when they did Harper, right? We all thought, well, we didn't all. Lots of people thought Bryce Harper, he names his dog Wrigley, and you're like, okay, he's, he's coming here to play with Chris Bryant. They start their spending spree with Bryce Harper. When you include Harper and then go to the other deals that they've, they have five players that are on $100 million or more Dollars, five guys with hundred million or more. But look at the money they spent. This is over a billion dollars since they signed Harper. Harper three hundred thirty million. Real Muto one hundred fifteen million. Wheeler one hundred eighteen. Castellanos hundred. Schwarber's the bargain at seventy nine million, and now Trey Turner at three hundred million dollars. Here's there's two things that first of all the Phillies are doing what Cubs fans would hope that they do someday, right? That's what you're hoping. You mix in with all the young prospects. They could potentially up. be doing that after you. We could potentially be saying that, or at least somewhat of that, by the end of this offseason. If they do get that's those two short, that's stops, what I'm getting to. It takes a while to wheel the wheelbarrow from yeah. the bank to Wrigley Field, so that's just what we're waiting. Carlos for. Correa does not only have the chance to be the John Lester of before; he has the chance to be the Bryce Harper for the Phillies. What do I mean by that? Either or, if it's Swanson and Bogarts, the, the same scenario applies the big money is spent and now you've shown the roster and the spending that you're willing to do and players know next offseason that this team is for real no matter what happens whether the Cubs fail to get to the playoffs or not you would look at that roster with Bogart Swanson Nico uh, Suzuki whoever it might be and the young pitchers coming up and that's where you would say well they're not going to have money left for Shohei Otani Yes, they would. Yes, they would, because look at the amount of money teams are spending now. Look what the Rangers are spending. And if the Cubs really want to make money, if they really want Marquis to start raking in the straight-to-consumer, 
You want those things to start make money and Wrigley Field to start churning out the cash again. You put Bogarts on the field, you put Swanson on the field, and all of a sudden, if Shohei does hit the free agent market, and believe me, you're going to have to compete with the Yankees and Dodgers, you're going to have to spend insane money, but now you can say to him, look, you can come play with Seiya, yeah. and we have the infield, and we have the young pitchers, and you're going to get to play at Wrigley Field. That's how you start to recruit Absolutely. big star guys. The, the first domino has <clears throat> to fall, and you hope that guy is in the next 48 hours. Or, Absolutely. Or guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know. Good points in the chat, too, about, you know, you've got Hayward and some other money coming off the books. Yes. You get a yeah. little freed yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Not, so, you know, I sent a tweet last night, and I don't want to go too deep into it because it triggered a lot of people. But I just, all I did was say that if the Cubs somehow, some way, got Swanson and Bogarts, that it would be like a mic, jo- a mic drop from, from Jed and Carter. And I got some backlash from a lot of people, and I genuinely don't understand because, like, for the last year, we've just hoped to get one of those guys, and now the possibility of possibly getting two is kind of mind-blowing to me because that's them saying that they're not just trying to make the playoffs. If you get those two guys, I'm expect, I will expect a – a central division championship if you get both those guys, depending on what else happens the rest of the offseason. But if you get those two guys, you're telling me you're not just trying to make the wild card next year. You're trying to win the division. You're trying to win a playoff series. That's that's how I look at it. And I didn't think the Cubs were going to do enough to be able to actually, for me to actually convince myself that that could happen. But if they did do that, that, that would be my right of immediate reaction to thinking division championship, playoffs, like – like something, something more than just making the playoffs. Yes. And yeah. a lot of people took it as well. Jed should have done this, should have done that, whatever. Uh, that's kind of the opposite, considering everyone's been yelling about ownership over the last four years. So you know, whatever you got to do to you know continue to spurt your your pessimism and everything. But again, that's that's just my opinion. That well, like it would be a ma- it would be a major signal from them that things are that they're serious sure. about being in. Not just the playoffs, but like in contention. Yes. Yeah. And it's, and it like, it's, I think to your point too, it would be their first signal of that, right? Like, this is a different group. Yeah. Jed was here before, but he was not in charge and Carter wasn't here. So it would be a, a moment for them because it would be their first action as a group. And I know that there's a sentiment, right? That like, this is how the Cubs should act. Like, yeah, we're aware. You can go back to hours of this I podcast. The, we've been saying this for yeah. months. I've been saying like, you, 9, like on minutes. different podcasts. We've been saying this for years. Right. Like, yeah, yes, we know. We're on record of being very clear in our but opinion of how gonna, they're acting. Who are we going to blame more for that? Are you going to blame ownership? Or are you going to blame Jed for that? Because according well, to the chat and according to everyone on social media, the last three four years, it's all on ownership. All I was saying is that it would be a mic drop for Jed and Carter. Well, and. It's and, to and me the that's just too if they actually it, spend the money. It's well, just yeah, a weird. Yeah, I mean, both in a way, yeah, for the them, Cubs but, would be able to say, "Yes, we are serious." I just yeah. find that to be such an odd reaction to everything. Like, <laughs> yes, it's how they should be acting, and if they're doing it, great. Let's be happy about it. Not sit here and say, "Well, they should have done it two years ago." Right. I, get well, over it. You also, know what I mean? And the way that they went about things. Right. We don't know what the deal was. We can complain about how much money they had or what the budget was or what mandates they had to clear salary at different times. We can do that until we're red in the face. But at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, maybe the work that Jed has done to get to this point, to build the system, to show that he was able to do that. Maybe that's what has, has Tom saying, hey, let's spend money now. Okay, I like where we're at. We need to win. The division's winnable. Our numbers are tanking. Let's go. We'll do it now, right? I appreciate what we did the last couple of years, right? We needed to make back some of the biblical losses or whatever, you know, <laughs> BS they were saying. Yeah. And now we're at that point. Again, I get it. It's what they should be doing. To me, my reaction when I'm reading all that stuff yesterday is let's go. Let's mm-hmm. ride. Like we're yeah. we're maybe we're back. Let's do this. To me, if 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 it's how you want to live your life to say, well, I'm not, you know, going to give them credit because this is how they should always be acting. Live your life that way. Fine. Yeah. Well, Here, and, and the big thing for me is that three, That's four years weird, ago, <laughs> the thing for me th- that you know, when this entire thing, re- like the discourse related to blaming ownership or blaming front office for you know the lack of anything in free agency to make the team better, 
the the big thing is that the Cubs farm system was so bad, and people complained about it. You people, had to rebuild it. You had they had they to do had that. To and now, it. I, and they I have said, money or not, they had to rebuild right. the farm system. And, and I have said multiple times that they should have kept one of those guys. And sure, the U Darvish trade definitely is more of a like just a sell off or a you know payroll cut thing sure. than it than it is you know the fact about the the prospects. I wholeheartedly am with everyone on that. But you, they had they had to move pieces to get pieces back. And Jed even said himself that they held on to those guys way too long. And that's why the end of the golden era turned out the way and it is. And right now, they'd really only be wrong about Anthony Rizzo. Right. You don't want and either Kyle of those Schwarber. And, right. I, and right. I will eat crow forever. Letting I, walk. If it were up to me, yeah, and Schwarber. Just they walk. would assign Chris yeah. Bryant for 100 years. And I'd probably be wrong about that right now. He did not have a good year in Colorado. He was hurt, didn't play that much. And that's so, what I wanted. And here, Jed made a different decision, and he looks correct. So. Anthony Rizzo at Iowa once told me the time is now. We're coming. This is why the time is now for the Cubs. Because it all, I'm not saying to go win the World Series, to make your big move. Because right now, you've got Dansby Swanson, who's getting married this weekend. If that's the guy you're going after, he's getting married this weekend. His, his fiance plays for the Red Stars, I believe. Yep. You think he wants to go into his wedding and his honeymoon That's worrying nice about where he's going to sign? He wants it done now. You've got Xander Bogarts wondering, are the Red Sox going to up, uh, up the offer? You know Boris is going to try to get more money for him. How do you get him to go? You bring in the big guns. You bring in John Lester. You bring in Ross, guys that know him. You bring in Napoli. They're showing him now is the time. Look what we did. You will not have a party like this anywhere else. Yeah. You can be the guy in Chicago. So you're saying to Bogarts, the time is now. Why is the time now? Because when Aaron Judge goes, if he does go to somewhere other than the Giants and he just goes back to the Yankees, the Giants are going to throw all of their money at Carlos Correa. Yeah. And now your leverage over those other two guys has totally changed because Correa, whether it's Correa or the other two guys, you've got to start to make your move. Do not wait for another domino to fall. Make your, the time is now for the Cubs to make this happen. Whether it's this afternoon, whether it's tonight or tomorrow morning, don't let the next big domino fall before you make your move. Because if you do, it's going to end up costing even more in the long run. Yeah. So decide on which of these alternatives you want. And I, I'm sure they have. They know whether they want Correa or the two guys or they want Senga or they want so-and-so. Go ahead and get it done now. If that's going to cost you another $10 million, Corey's got season tickets. He's going to make that up in a matter of nothing for you. <laughs> That's right. Right? Like, <laughs> go ahead and get it done. Make the fan base understand that you're serious and right. that it's not just counting on prospects right. to get you back to where well, you I, like, should be. I told, I told Cody the other day, like, when you do the season tickets— and, you know, that's a long thing. They've been in my family a long time. We've, we've right. been through well, why I should keep them or not keep them. Uh, but I'm a mark for the Chicago Cubs. Um, they do a thing where you can submit part of your payment in the, at the beginning of the off season, but then the large sum of it you can push off until later in the year. Right. If they sign one of those guys, I'll give them the rest of the money live on this show. They'll sell a lot more season like it's, tickets. It's done, and I, keep, I want them to know that that's why. It's like, oh, you guys are spending money. Here's my money. We're done. There you go. Black Friday. This is what I, I want. I just want the team to do yeah, good. Black Swing Friday. Games. I saw the holiday deals, the Black Friday deals for the Cubs. Ticket packages. What and I thought to myself, why would anybody jump in on this now just because it's a Black Friday deal? If you don't know, if you don't sign anybody in the off season, you think attendance was bad last year, right? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna eliminate a lot of people. But if you make a couple of these signings, now those holiday presents are gonna start flying off the shelf, and you'll start selling season tickets, and you will fill Wrigley Field not just half empty at Wrigley Field to buy all those expensive beers and all those things you want to sell. Ryan Herrera is going to join us here in a second. Um, we have a lot more to talk about. We have possible trades with the A's, which has Cody fired up and what that might cost. Uh, we have a draft lottery tonight. <laughs> Saying there's a chance. Saying there's a chance. All I can say is when I get nervous like this or excited, I binge eat. Mm, you know, same. I made chocolate chip cookies the other the day. the brownies I was eating last you know what night. I'm, you know what I'm thinking now? Green Ridge Farm. We go right to that fridge, Could Green Ridge Farm, a Chicago stuff. local meat and cheese company offering you a better all-natural option. Makers of all-natural deli meat, sausages, and their famous meat sticks. Perfect for tailgating, 
happy hour, school lunches, or nervous free agency eating. These all-natural meat sticks are hardwood smoked for eight hours, 16 grams of protein per stick, making it the perfect post-workout snack. Meat sticks come in chicken, black forest beef, jalapeno cheddar, and spicy chili. If you haven't tried them yet, you don't know what you're missing. They are delicious because they are made from recipes, generations in the making, and being all-natural, they deliver a fresh, flavorful alternative at snack time. By the way, the Polish that I had at the tailgate, mm, chef's kiss. You can always find them in the refrigerated section at Costco, Sam's Club, or your local Chicagoland grocery store. And right now, when you order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com, include a pack of meat sticks in your cart. And those meat sticks are F-R-E-E, free, by using the code CHGO at checkout. Green Ridge Farm, simply <clears throat> natural meat. Listen. Is it too right. early to buy your Cubs tickets on game time? You might want to get after it. Maybe. Get the app. Get get going. You Cody. know what's not too early? Getting getting your tickets to Illinois and Texas tonight uh, at the Garden in NYC. Any NYC uh, Cubs slash Illini fans out there? Because if I lived in NYC, I'd be going to the Garden tonight to watch Illinois upset Texas. Basketball school, um, right? Good one. That's funny. <laughs> As Joey, our producer, Texas alum, uh, I knew he would like that. Anyway, you know, if you are... An Illini Cubs fan who lives in New York City for whatever reason, perhaps get your tickets on Game Time. You know, Game Time is the hottest, hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? Fifty-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert. It's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you might or you thought you you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season on, you know, what's left of the Bears season. Bulls tickets, they have to be, considering how bad they've been, the, the, yeah, the tickets yeah. have to be, you know, the, the price has to be dropping. The Blackhawks, they're in a rebuild. You know, Cubs tickets potentially down the road. Created by the fans. For the fans, guarantees the lowest price. If you love CHGO, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. I will say that that was a better read than my DraftKings ad yesterday. <laughs> uh, but I feel bad. At, very early in the chat, someone came on and said it was the first time he had seen the show live. I think it was Eric, but I can't, can't totally remember. And he was like, just want to let you know it doesn't line up with my work schedule. Thanks. And yeah. so... There's a lot of people I do that are see like a that. lot of new names. I see a lot of the familiar names all at once. Obviously. But there have been some new names in here, so welcome to everybody that's new watching this or listening to this live. It was uh, Eric. It was Matthews. Eric. There, Eric, Matthews. Eric Matthews. So, Eric, uh, welcome, and, and thanks for jumping in. Hey, guys, in. first time. What did he say? Well, uh, you already scrolled First time it. checking it out live. Oh, okay. He's, yeah. Like, work schedule. Get up at 3 a.m. for work, it's so tough. he's in bed by 7 p.m. Eastern on night, on night games. I got you. That's well, a, that sounds like the, an awful work schedule, honestly. That's tough. That's, <laughs> that's tough. tough. Thank so, you for tuning in, man. And thanks even all the people who don't even agree with what I have to say or what they have to say. Thank you for being here because we're all Cubs fans and we're not supposed to all agree on everything. Uh, everybody should be agreeing with me, but I digress. <laughs> I have I have accepted that, you know, everyone like someone tweeted at me and said I was a uh what, what did they say though? I was a Cubs simp. Uh, brainless cub simp. Someone tweeted that at me this morning. Um, so, you know, you know, it's cool. Is, is Ryan waiting for Boris in San Diego? I saw Scott Boris going to start to talk and now what he'll do is play up, uh, Bogart's chances in Boston so that the Cubs will try to raise their offer. And I think the game, the cat and mouse game will continue most likely. Yep. yep. Ryan did tweet something though. Well, and, and while we're figuring out Ryan, I, uh, I Michael, do, yes, thank you. Hit, I do hit the just like want to reiterate, like, the fact that John Lester spends his time as a yes. retired man calling a re oh, Justin Steele. Is Steel, he a man, though, Corey? Is he a man or is he a legend? A god. Okay, that's what I thought you were going to go with. Um, I didn't want to go that far, but okay. Yeah. John Lester there. forever. Legend. <laughs> calling Justin Steele, helping him with his pitch mix Changed and how to career. use certain, yep. certain pitches. Recruiting for free agents. Zan he's recruiting for Xander Bogarts to leave Boston. Mm -hmm. That's what John Where Lester's he used doing. To play. Yeah. <laughs> and won a World Series. The Red Sox fans are in shambles over this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And I saw yeah. some of them he's being like, he's forever, forever a Red Sox. And it's like, he's mm. not recruiting for them. He's mm. not helping their pitchers. No. Because all his guys are now with the Cubs. And I, mm. I appreciate, you know, David Ross, of course, is the manager. Mike Napoli's on the staff. I appreciate that. But John Lester's the big gun, right? Yeah. You oh, get yeah. John Lester to sell you on something, you know. Talking We've got you, Darvish. We're talking about pitching, potential Hall of Famer. Say to come here. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. And you have to, you have to take advantage of that while those names are still fresh in the minds of the players that are signing the contracts, right? Yeah, they know them, they played with them, et cetera. Yeah, because yeah. You, this is no offense to an all-time great Fergie Jenkins, but if you have Fergie Jenkins trying to recruit Car- Carlos Correa, it doesn't Maybe have the, the same, same impact as yeah, John Lester because he never saw him play. Right. Right? So while we're waiting for Ryan, what about the possibility, and we, we've heard a lot of people saying, you know, the Wilson deals where he might go, Wilson's gone, forget about Wilson. If he goes to St. Louis, Cody will be upset, but he swears it's not happening. So, I'll what be about, upset, and what I'll, about but I will trade? get over it. What about, you mentioned this earlier, mm-hmm. Sean Murphy of the A's. One, it's one of the teams, and they, they say that's one of the reasons why Wilson hasn't signed somewhere, because some of these other teams are still looking at the trade market, whether it's the Blue Jays or the A's. Murphy is the rare, one of the rare catchers. He's 26 or 7, 27, I think, 28. One of the rare guys, he's under 30, that is both good offensively and defensively. You would have to give up major leaguers, what they're looking at, and you'd probably have to give up some of your former first-round draft picks. Well, Ken Rosenthal wrote today that the A's are looking for major leaguers. They're looking for a solid major leaguer for him because money is is not an issue when it comes to Sean Murphy and the A's. He's going to make like $3.5 next year, I know, for – some people might think that's a lot of money for the A's considering how they operate, but it's not like he's a guy on a, har- lar- a large contract that's holding yeah. him back. So Keegan Thompson would be gone. I, or, I you know, I'd, lo- I'd love level. for Madrigal to be the reason that they got Sean Murphy, but I think you're going to have to definitely include a Morrell or a Keegan Thompson in there, um, or it. both. Do it. Um, yeah, yeah, and Hort, I've, you know, I've, I've – our buddy Zumak was saying Horton, some other. Anyways, yeah. Ryan Do is it. ready, so let's get to Ryan out in San Diego. Uh, our intrepid reporter, boots on the ground, Ryan Herrera from the line. Hello, how's it going? He's not, Scott, hi, Ryan. I forgot that we have a uh, new. We have music. No, not music. Oh, Hold we're on. Have music. One yet. second here. What is this? Joey's got, got some here? sort of big. Joey's got working old, on something what are we big doing, here. Joey? <laughs> got some, give him a second. There, he there is. it is. There it is. There Boom. A new is. look. A new yeah. look for the YouTube people. Getting we got to 181 see wow. people in here to see this. How, yeah. how awesome. That is big. Ryan, is Boris talking now? Is he done talking? Uh, did he come out and say Bogarts to Swanson is done? Bogarts and that Swanson, they're both happening? Me, that crowd behind me is currently Scott Boris's uh, press conference. Um, Spitting out puns. I, I, <laughs> yeah, probably. I'll be honest. Uh, I wasn't able to hear him from where I was standing. Um, but our, our uh, Diamondbacks guy has some uh, audio that you know we'll, we'll we'll throw some stories out there. You know, we'll, we'll probably have some uh, some YouTube shorts that we'll get out there. Um, I did hear him uh, say uh, when asked about Bogart specifically that um, it's kind of something he said in the past that no teams have asked about him moving off shortstop. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they were to sign uh, Bogart, then he also said that Xander Bogart um, is willing to do what you know what wants to win, willing to do what uh, what it takes to win. So um, maybe you know we've talked about how Bogart may not be the best option because you know don't know about his uh, his uh, shortstop ability long term, and, and if he doesn't want to move out shortstop, that could cause an issue. But it sounds like that may not be a, an issue after all moving forward. So um, maybe that's another notch and you know a feather in his cap of why. Of why a team may team with the Cubs may want to sign him this offseason. How crazy was last night? Just from after the Turner thing, and we talked. Oh, what was San Diego like? Just with it seemed like one rumor after another, one report after another coming out, and the Cubs names Cubs name was was bantered about a lot. Was it was it pretty yeah. busy and crazy? Yeah, it was it was pretty busy and crazy. Um, like like you mentioned, the, the Turner news came out, and I, I mean that came out like as I was hopping on with you guys yesterday is when I got the notification. Um, but it was so it was like it was pretty hectic afterwards. Um, and then you know we got we got to talk to Jed a few hours after uh, we talked uh, yesterday after the show ended, um, and kind of you know not specifically about 
I guess kind of specifically questions about Turner, um, just as far as like how does that kind of affect the market um, for the shortstops? And he kind of said, uh, you know, he, he doesn't know. It's hard to tell, especially just so quickly after that deal went down, um, how how that's going to affect uh, the way, you know, Carlos Correa approaches his free agency, Xander Bogarts approaches his, uh, Dansby Swanson approaches his. Um, it, it's hard to tell right now, and, and that's kind of why you got to see the market play out. Um, I mean, I wrote about it in, uh, you know, allchco.com this morning. You, it may, it may ultimately not really have an effect on other free, you know, other shortstop free agent markets, right? It's like, especially if Boris clients, like Boris wants to get his guys the best deals he can find. If they have to wait a little bit and make teams get desperate for it, that, you know, that, that's definitely a possibility. So, um, you know, Trey Turner obviously was very quickly signed and, and that feels like that could be a, a major domino. Um, but you never know. It can also just be one guy signing and the other guys do their own thing until it's their time. You know, it, it's hard to tell right now because it's only a day after. But um, I will say you mentioned the rumors yesterday getting floated around by the Cubs. Um, that obviously heated up Cubs Twitter. I don't know if Cody or, or Corey actually went to sleep last night uh, while you know, instead of just refreshing Twitter and seeing what the updates were. Um, we have not really gotten any new updates since, but, um, you know, hopefully – I think I think we're all we're, we're all waiting for an emergency pod. We've been talking about it. We want to do one. Let's, let's get it going. I, I <laughs> stayed up to almost midnight last night thinking there might be something. Are you telling me what you're saying is there's still a possibility that this could extend beyond the winter meetings? Like, are, are, like that Boris would push this long enough that maybe these guys aren't signed by the? I, I don't want that. I, you know, Ryan, you know, Corey, or not Corey, Cody can't take that. We can't have that for Cody. He, his, he was sweating so badly when he came in today, and I didn't know what it was, and it was nerves. <laughs> it was straight nerves. He got off at the wrong train station. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I, I, mean, you know, I, I don't know. Again, if, if it's hard for anyone to really tell how this yeah. market's going to play out. I mean, Boris is standing right behind me, so obviously he's not negotiating with any GMs at the moment. Um, so you, you never really know how anything will play out. Like It could – it could be all three of them signed today. It could, you know, come over the weekend. Like you never really know um, until it kind of happens, until the the numbers are agreed upon and and the offers, you know, all the last offers given, no one's matching it, and then, okay, we agree on it, right? That's I I don't know. I don't have a really good feel for when the rest of these deals may go down. I know the Cubs are involved in them. Um, Jed, we talked to Jed yesterday, and he mentioned that they have a lot of offers out there, and they're going to continue to make offers. Wouldn't get into specifics about you know who uh, those offers were made to or how many, uh, but he did say they have a lot of offers out there. They're going to keep making offers. So uh, we know shortstop is high or should be at least high on the priority list. So um, if you're talking about making a lot of offers, I, I think you can kind of you can kind of put two and two together and think that you know they're they're in on those shortstops right now. And, and it could it could play out by the time they leave by the end of the winter meetings. You know they got they're leaving with a shortstop on the roster. Now that's not an eagle horn. Ross is yet to speak today. Today is the day you get to speak with David Ross. Is that correct? Yes, we'll, we'll be talking to Rossi in a, in a couple hours now. Okay. He was on Marquee last night. Yeah. But. No, yeah, no, but he'll talk to like he'll talk to everybody. I would love him to actually have something to say. Like if a deal's done, now you give yeah. him something to actually talk about other than just rumors at this point, right? That's what you guys are hoping for. Yeah, I mean, that kind of reminds me of, like, when Seiya signed with the Cubs in spring training, um, but it wasn't official. So, like, it could, he couldn't, like, specifically talk about it. But it was like, oh, you know, hey, Ross, you know, like, there's a, a really good uh, right fielder that on the market uh, kind of involved in rumors with you guys. What do you think of him? And, you know, just trying to trying to play it around that way. Um, so, it, if there's any kind of deal like that that's happened in the next three hours, like, hey, maybe, maybe Ross can give it a little bit of, of insight in that. And what he thinks about whichever player it might be. Before you came on, we were talking about Sean Murphy's market and everything because of the rumor that came out last night, which of course was within the same amount of time of their of I think Jed literally saying that they're more in the free agent market than they are the trade market right now. Or someone said that. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're, you're the you're the facts guy. Um, so I guess what I'm getting at is 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 that something that could potentially go like happen, you know, after the winter meetings or even I guess after the short the shortstops are off the board because that's the way I see it. If the Cubs actually do get Swanson and 
Bogarts, then that opens up the possibility of them being able to move other guys on the roster because Rosenthal says that they want major league pieces. That if those signings happen, that opens that possibility up. Is is that am I am I am I reading that correctly? Is that is that something you think that would more likely happen if that were to happen for the Cubs? You get you're gonna have to like specify exactly. You're you asking me if it's going if, if that's something that would happen after the winter meetings. Is that that was the question after the winter meetings, or okay. I guess maybe even like after just the, those short shortstop signings happen? Because like I just don't know how big of a you know, rumor that is because it's not like the Cubs have been linked to Sean Murphy yeah. at all. And then it happened last night, or at least the tweet came out. And okay. then Rosenthal puts a story out saying that they want major league pieces. So I'm a little confused on like all of it, considering it came out last night that the Cubs are more in the free wow. agent market, but also interested in Sean Murphy. So you're saying like their well, priority that, that, list. Yeah, their priority list. Yeah. Yeah, that is something that Jed said that he, that, that, that they're kind of more focused on the free agent market at this point, the trade market. Um, didn't mean didn't, didn't mean that they're not looking into trades at all. Um, so as far as Sean Murphy goes, uh, that that could be a possibility. I I would kind of tend to agree that maybe that's something that not put on the back burner, but isn't like the main priority. Like they're they're deal, they're negotiating and offering uh, the shortstops right now. I would assume, and and that's probably priority number one. Maybe starting pitchers take a little more precedence as well. Uh, the other guys in the free agent market. Um, Sean Murphy, you know, I, I did see the report, and it seems like interest is genuine. Why wouldn't why wouldn't the interest be genuine there? Um, but if it's going for trades versus free agency, it's probably something that may come um, after they kind of take care of some of the things they have to take care of in the free agent market. But you know, again, you know, with with off season stuff and, and the way offers kind of just come in, especially at winter meetings when everyone's in one building, um, everything comes in at the same time, and and it may be something where. They get a they get an offer they can't refuse tonight, and then a deal is made for like Sean Murphy again. Not that's just an example of how, how quickly these things kind of go. So I, I would I would lean that it's probably not something that's going to happen these next couple of days while everyone's in San Diego. But you know, sometimes you get surprised. Any uh, Aaron Judge sightings? I know that was a hot topic last night that he was rumored to be coming to San Diego, but he was at the football game last night. The Yankees didn't know anything about him coming, but other people were saying he was going to show up. And I and I envisioned if he actually did, like just a sea of people rushing towards Aaron Judge. Have you seen Aaron Judge anywhere in the, in the building? I have not seen Aaron Judge. Um, he's also really hard to miss, so it's not like I just didn't see him in the crowd. He's like six foot ten. Um, no, I haven't seen him. I haven't heard that he's here or anything. But, uh, you know, I, I'm sure if, if he's here, you know, Dave Kaplan may come around with like a Luminati's gift card and try to entice him to, to go back with him to Chicago. That's what I say. <laughs> Ryan, walk up to him, Malnati's gift card, and be like, Ryan Herrera, CHGO, here's a Malnati's gift card. You and know me. You, you should give <laughs> yeah. him the Die Hard gift card, too. Uh, the Die Hard card. That's, card, that's I mean. the one that puts yeah. it over the top. The yeah, CHGO Die Hard, die hard card. card. We, we definitely put it over the top. All right, Ryan. Uh, anything else, You any tidbits you have from there, or you just. Uh, Gonna get busy because I know with Ross speaking today, you'll you'll have a lot going on. Yeah, uh, no other real tidbits. Um, again, it, we'll have Ross tonight, three twenty ish. I want to say like three twenty ish Pacific time, so about a little past five over there. Um, you know, hopefully get some good stuff. Like you said, hopefully there's a deal to potentially ask him about uh, by then. Uh, but there will be. You know, I will be writing about it. Whatever he says, uh, allchgo.com. Either tonight, we'll go up tomorrow morning. It'll be there. So keep lookout, all you diehards. Make sure you go on allchgo.com, uh, and, and it'll be up there sometime in the next day. There you go. Ryan's going to have all the greatest stuff. And Ryan, if you see John Lester, make sure you let him know that we are working on the restraining order against Corey, but it has not been finalized just oh, he's yet. he's had one for a long time. He's had time. one for a while. Yeah. Thanks, mm -hmm. Ryan. Uh, good luck out there. Also, get the quarter zip back. That was a great look. Oh, yesterday. the quarter zip yesterday. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> that one that Jed was wearing was nice. I don't know if they sell that anywhere. That might be a Cubs team quarter thing. zip. Whatever yeah, Jed was, it was wearing. Like the, when he it was spoke like the city yesterday. connect. Ryan just yeah. had a nice. nice. It, I, I was first of all, I was surprised to see the quarter zip because I thought Hawaiian shirts maybe in San Diego, but clearly it's a little bit. It's a little bit more. It's a little bit chillier more there. It's it's still late fall. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little too, a little too casual. Um. All right, we'll get back to Sean Murphy in a second, but Cody, if. They sign Correa or Bogarts or Turner or all three of them. How long before you go to Foco and get the jersey? I mean, 
it's like when the Cubs won the World Series. I was out in the store the night, like within <laughs> within the hour to go get my Cubs World Series shirt, Luke. I mean, th- yeah, this yeah. would be the exact same thing. I'd be online at FOCO trying to get as much Bogarts or Correa or Swanson gear as fast as possible. I'd go straight to FOCO. Chicago, guys, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite teams here at CHGO, of course. So get fitted out in the best Chicago in the best sports gear around FOCO got you covered from soldier field to the living room, North or South side with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between get decked out like DeMar with apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles FOCO looking for the perfect gift for your football, for the football fan in your life. FOCO's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Could have really used them out the tailgate the other day. Check out foco.com or click the link in the description below for all your non-presale items. Use code CHGO for 10% off. I'm uh, pretty sure that Matt Schwarmer bobblehead is still on there too. Yeah, but it's it's not going to be there much longer if they sign guys <laughs> like Correa. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this past tailgate was fun. It was cold. It was. Right, and you find that little spot of summit. It was windy and cold. Still had a great crowd out there. Great time. Got to meet Tom from uh, Chi-Town Cornhole. Yes. Shout we out even to played, him. A game, we played a game of bags. Yeah. It was so windy that I started throwing overhand. Well, first of all, I had enough clothes on that I could. I was looked like the kid from Christmas Story. I was in like a <laughs> puffer coat. Could barely move. I was throwing overhand. Tom was able to somehow throw the win. Of course, he won. He and Herb teamed up, and, and, and we lost. But we had a good time, and... Uh, it was nice to meet him. Chi-Town uh, Custom Cornhole, the number one cornhole provider for Chicagoland and Illinois since 2007. Signature box style design can be digitally printed, covered in vinyl and painted. Cornhole boards come with built-in drink holders, recessed in on the back, LEDs that light up the hole, and exterior handles for easy-carrying, handcrafted scorekeepers. Veteran-owned and operated, They ship anywhere and offer local pickups, specializing in corporate designs for your company's next marketing or social event, wedding gifts, gifts for all occasions, especially for tailgaters and backyard barbecues. If they get Correa or Bogarts, maybe you want to put one of their faces on on one of the, you know? Sure. One of the cornholes. Put whatever you want on it. Check out their website, ChiTownCornhole.com, and make sure to follow them on Instagram at ChiTownCustomCornholeBoards. I came up with a suggestion for the next generation of their great Cornhill boards because of the wind. I said, next edition is, they've got everything, right? They've got the lights, they've got the handles, they got the vinyl, they, your logo, pop-up flag to tell you wind direction. A wind flag, so I know where it's coming from. Like on the, uh, the field On goal. the back of the board, yeah, like, like on, on a field post. goal. Just some yeah. flags that pop up so I just know it's going right to left. Wouldn't help somebody like me, but like a professional cornhole player, might actually help him out. Uh, so Sh- Sean Murphy, real quick. Yeah, Greg Zumack from uh, at, at Ivy Futures on Twitter, friend of the program, friend of the program, had him on the show. He suggested a package of Morell, Keegan, Wisdom or Madrigal, and Cade Horton, and then also reminded folks that that likely would be outdone by some other team. Yeah, so it might take more than that. To be honest with Horton you, is the one that really hurts on that list for me. Yeah, because Horton's a top five prospect in the system, and has, there's belief that he could be on the major league team within two years, similar to how Jordan Wicks's progression has gone. And ha- I, and again, he's a prospect. He's a but prospect. He, though. he appears to have the stuff. See that this would make Jesse him, Rogers tweet? No, Matthew, what did Jesse say? Yeah, I showed it to you. Matthew was right. Oh, that yeah. is what oh, I just sorry. showed to Luke. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I didn't realize it was Ma- from Jesse. Matthew nailed that as he was watching it. I, I didn't realize it was the Jesse. Do you have it for us? I was, was asked I thought that Corey just Cubs. talked about it, but I realized that he just showed Boris it. Boris on the Chicago Cubs spending the Tom Tom Ricketts drum is finally beating again. Okay. So basically he's saying, yeah, the Cubs are offering big money to There's somebody. our friend Mike Dubs. He's praying that, 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 that that's actually true. Here's right? open. Yeah. I mean that he wouldn't be he wouldn't be saying that if he didn't know there were big money offers on the table. Absolutely. Absolutely. The guys that he controls. Yeah. That's now that, that I told you he was going to be play on words though. Oh, he loves that. He just loves the play he, on words. He it looks like he also said uh looking at Jesse's feed that the offers for Xander are for him to play shortstop. Now whether that's true or not is 
up to you, but potentially interesting. Well, we know that Nico is willing to move. Maybe Dansby plays second, Nico plays third. And we have know. read that like the sticking point for Bogarts is he wants to play short. Yeah. Would Dan's be willing to play? Well, and that's that's third. that's where we talked about this earlier, but that's where I go back to that quote from Carter and something that, you know, you have said for a while, which is do what tell them whatever you have to to get them yes. here and you'll deal with it later. And I don't mean that you lie to them. I mean, if Xander wants to be the shortstop and you have to convince Dansby to play third, yes. fine, do it. If you have to put Nico in center field, I don't care, right? right? Get the good players. We'll David Ross will figure out where to put them on the field in late March or whenever that starts. Doesn't matter right now. The, the chat sometimes with all the stuff that's going on and all the possibilities, how we've gone to Moises Salou and Steve Bartman today, I'm not sure. Like, Thank you all for being just, here, but like, what, what are we I doing? I think David is a troll. <laughs> sometimes we just get off target. I know he was yeah. talking about blaming a fan and like, Real, they, real they fans blame Alex Gonzalez for that game. Yes, and, and also the that's, Cubs. That's a discussion a lot of you aren't ready for. The Cubs have won a World Series, so forget about it. Yeah. Like, if you're trolling, they like, win? 2016. They oh. won the World Series. Oh, really? In 2016, yeah. Corey? Yeah, they won it. Oh, I, they won thanks, it. Thanks for reminding <laughs> and, us. And, and they, have a chance, they have a chance today to set the foundation for the next World Series team. Apparently, Absolutely. in the next forty-eight Tom hours before they leave sticking. town, this set week the foundation could, for the next one. This week could be one that we're talking about for a long time if all things go well. And I, to the thing you brought up, like I would probably do most of those hypothetical trades for Sean Murphy. I'm, well, I'm it's pretty comfortable. Three years of control trading guys. Yeah. yeah, three years of for control for the rare catcher. Now the Cubs have clearly pointed out to us that they're totally cool going with the defensive-minded catcher. Right. Mm-hmm. And that still may play out that way. But the real bonus is when you can find a catcher who is great at framing and is great at all those things. And also... 5.1 war last year. And also gives you the offensive numbers. Yeah. Trade whoever you 122 want. 122 WRC plus. Well, don't trade PCA, but yeah. other than that, do I think the... Like, I'm, Anybody I'm, but PCA. I'm, Probably. I'm, I'm pretty open to anyone but PCA. And... I haven't seen him play. Brandon Davis and Al- Alcantara tough. are tough. That but would be yeah, very tough. I'd probably, but because Alcantara is still at least a few years away. Again, this is yeah. all barring if they do actually tr- sign Bogarts and Swanson. This, that, that's that's for me. If they actually do do that, then I do think that then getting in that Sean Murphy market is totally worth it. But if they, if honestly, if they only sign like Correa and that's it, like as far as the shortstops, then I'm okay if it's just Vasquez. Like Christian Vasquez or something. Yeah. I, I I think if you if you're able to get two two shortstops, then getting in that Sean Murphy market makes well, so much sense. It's we were we were talking about this before. Like my thing is like I think the last couple of years, even the beginning of this offseason, have really put me in a place where it's like, I don't care. I want them to win now. <laughs> I want them to be good. And if we're if the conversation is should we trade this prospect, are we gonna regret it? Whatever, I don't care anymore. Right, I'll I'll die on that hill with PCA because I think that one like I just really strongly believe in. But I want them to win. I want them to win now. I'm done with whatever we've been doing the last couple of years. Trade whoever you want. Go win the division at a minimum in 2023. I don't care. Get rid of whoever you want. Yeah. Uh, another friend of the show, Jake Bunowski. Uh, by the way, come on anytime you want. Um, he's asking the question: Would you rather take those uh, prospects or assets that we're talking about that you're going to have to trade for? somebody like Sean Murphy, would you rather spend those assets on Sean Murphy or would you rather spend those assets on a pitcher that you can pick up? And that's a good debate. Now, the only thing I say about the way I would lean towards catcher is that catchers are very difficult to find, especially one Mm -hmm. that would be the unicorn that is good both defensively and offensively. And three years of control is a big deal. Also, your pitching prospects are the things that are supposed to be coming in the farm system. Currently, your catchers are sort of derailed. Like, Ballesteros is, is further away. Amaya's had the injuries. It seems like it'd be easier for you to fill some of those holes with your young pitchers that have shown some promise, filling some of those spots in the rotation. And if you have to do something again at a trade deadline because you're actually in a playoff race, fine. But I would lean towards the catcher deal over the pitcher deal, and I'd rather spend a little, 
you know, spend smaller deals on Miley or Smiley and some of those types of deals for the pitching and hold off on that again. They can always trade again. for the pitcher at the deadline. Yeah. I think I'm I think I'm with you. I, I, it I might think depend, I'd rather go catch depend on the pitcher. Yeah. You have, you know, but well, like we talked all season about, oh, Shane Bieber, but like mm-hmm. after the playoff series that the Guardians had, and like, like it just doesn't seem like the Guardians are going to be even interested in trading a guy like Shane Bieber, right? You know what I mean? And like he's like the probably like, like, like Pablo Lopez, yeah. Like something like and, that. and we've talked about that too. I don't, like they're outside of Shane Bieber. There's not a really a number one out there that I think is even on the market to begin with. But then, you know, again, you're giving up. A ton, you're, you're going to be giving up a ton, a haul anyway. And so, like, to me, this entire quote-unquote rebuild, whatever you want to call it, that the Cubs did, we've talked about it. It is about how <laughs> We've talked about how the Cubs have flipped it, where when Theo came in, it was get all the bats and then pay for all the pitching. Well, this time, it feels like they're going to pay for all the bats and grow all the pitching themselves. So, like... If they have a strong belief in the pitching infrastructure, and we've already seen some guys come through and, and, and show some promise, and they've been able to turn guys that no one ever heard of into solid relievers. Right. And, you know, if signing Kodai Senga or Chris Bassett to go with Marcus Stroman and 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 Kyle Hendricks and Justin Steele, like that's that's a that's a solid rotation, yes. in my opinion. Rather and I again I'd rather Send whatever prospects or whatever major league players to get a guy like Sean Murphy instead. And you're gonna, you are going to have even if they sign two shortstops, there will be holes on this team moving into the, this future season because, guys, right now they have Nico, Hap, and Suzuki. They have three positions that you could say on the on the diamond are are pretty much locked down for the season, assuming they keep those guys. That, that leaves you with a lot of holes to fill. So that's that's an argument for the Swanson and Bogarts, if you could talk them both into it, filling two of those spots. Because now you've filled two in free agency and you can... When I think like the thing with, if you're thinking Murphy, even if it's you know one of the shortstops and then you go uh, glove first in center field, like to your point, point Cody about the rotation kind of being in a fine spot I think I might prefer to go after the catcher because you can really elevate a rotation if you're playing that level of defense right right like an ace is is lovely Mm -hmm. right I would love it like someone like Zach Galen would have been wonderful but the Diamondbacks are a little more competitive and that price is going to be crazy it it just doesn't seem like something that's going to happen so like you know if we're talking like the Pablo Lopez's of the world like he'd be nice to have but in lieu of like a true ace, I'm probably fine with the strategy the Cubs have been doing, maybe adding to that rotation, but not at that tippy top level. Because if you're going to play that level of defense, you can probably get away with it. You can game plan to make that rotation better than it would be on a different team. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. And by the way, if if you were to get someone like Murphy, then you probably, one of these teams that are hungry for a catcher right now, you probably trade Jan Gomes. You probably trade Jan Gomes. I would if I had a young guy that I thought was going to play catcher a lot and there's a market for catchers right now out there and teams are trying to give up. You might do that instead of keeping Gomes as your number two catcher. Like, it, there's there's dominoes to fall. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, yeah, yeah, I we'll have more on that tomorrow because I don't think that deal's happening in the next couple of days. Right. I think that's one that's uh, – there are a lot of moves that will impact how much the A's will be asking for uh, before that happens. Um, oh, before we get out of here. Yeah. A tweet from Stephanie Epstein, uh, who – Not Epstein? A, no, okay. Epstein. Always getting uh, times. Senior writer for Sports Illustrated. She just tweeted – in the past few days, Cody Bellinger has met with the Giants, the Blue Jays, and the Cubs over mm-hmm. Zoom. According to someone familiar with his market, could make a decision by the time the winter meetings end on Thursday, 2019 NL MVP aiming for a one-year deal to restore his value. Again, there's your glove and center. There's your great glove and center field. Right, right, that's what I'm saying. For one year. Worst case scenario, he's your glove to make up. you great defense. Give me a one year deal. Put him out there in center. Pair him with whoever. Night, Put him at first base. I don't care. 
going to be a long be a, night. He'd also be a good glove at first base. I um, need it. I need real it. Real quick before we go. We only have a few seconds. The first ever draft lottery tonight at 7.30 Central Time. The Cubs with a 1.1% chance of the top pick. <laughs> so we're saying there's They're a chance. saying there's That's a chance, right. baby. Hey, Derrick Rose was like around the same 1. amount. 1.7. Yeah. One point Derrick Rose slightly worse than the D-Rose chances. Right. The Nationals, Pirates, Baseball and did A's this. will have the most ping pong balls. Baseball did this to try to get teams to stop tanking. Right. So didn't work in the NBA. Come on, man. Come uh, on. And I, I, I see it again in their, uh, what does that they say, the fish slayer? I can't see fish that. Slayer. So uh, we fish also slayer. had it, I think Jack Brown asked early in the chat, like, we're, however it happens, we're all prepared to do emergency podcasts. Yes, yeah. like, emergency we're, podcasts. We're ready to go. If it's at, you know, like 3.30 in the morning, I don't know what happens, yeah, then but we'll figure it out. it's just Cody probably. Yeah. <laughs> Cody and you guys, what is the, what is the video game question Mike Dubs wants you to ask me. Uh, I forgot, Dubs. Oops, I'm sorry. So you've got to go. That'll be another podcast. We'll uh, do it on the emergency podcast once the Cubs sign their shortstop <laughs> or shortstops of the future because we're going for more in 2024. Thanks for checking out. Well, or 23. We'll see. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings. We'll be back with the breaking news podcast if it's necessary. Until then, fly the W.